and we're back. Oh, God. Uh, this is actor of our generation, Adam Scott. I'm Ferris. I'm Shireen. On this podcast, me and my wife go through each and every entry, at least the ones we can find on mainstream <laughs> streaming services, uh, of Adam Scott's filmography, one entry at a time, and discuss. Mm-hmm. Why? To prove that he is the actor of our generation. Wow. I think you worked on this intro over our hiatus. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe we should talk about the hiatus. Yes. Maybe that's a good starting point. So we haven't released an episode in about two weeks. Yeah. Just as context, these two weeks have been uh, late May uh, 2020. Yeah. Um, there's a lot going on in the world, so Ferris and I have kind of taken our... Moved our efforts from creating a podcast like this to help out with um, the Black Lives Matter movement as much as we can and help out our our community of Chicago um, because there's a lot that needs to be changed in the world and especially in Chicago. Um, So yeah, we took a little bit of a hiatus. We're back to hopefully bring some joy to the two listeners that listen to us. To our two very good friends and sister. (laughs) exactly um so yeah i guess we can kick it off and talk about wow i sounded like i was at work let's kick off this meeting let's kick it off we're all training our zoom voices every day all day it's really annoying sorry guys i was on mute yes i do find it at moments i sometimes just speak in like my work speak and i hate work jargon i think it's stupid if any of my coworkers ever hear this when i say oh sorry i was on mute that means i wasn't listening it means most people weren't listening <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous like let's i'm gonna kick it off to you or i'm gonna give you back five minutes of your day <laughs> oh my god i actually do that one a lot. i know you do it's the worst <laughs> i'm proud of the fact that i give I, people five minutes i back. hate that I genuinely hate it. I tried it the other day to see if I could do it. And I just couldn't. I like said it and I was regretting it right after I said it. I'm like, this is dumb. This is stupid. Why do we have such a different jargon at work than we do in our home life? It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. I'll, I'll shoot you a, a... Shoot you an email? Sh- no, I'll shoot you... A, I'll put some time on your calendar and we can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> My calendar is up to date. You yeah, can check it. Just- Send me a deck real quick. And, oh, uh, God. Also, can we talk about this? Since when did, like, PowerPoint presentation become deck? When did that happen? Um, I um, found out about it in 2017 when I got my first job in consulting. I had no idea it was a thing before that and was very confused the first few times it was used. So, I, I feel like I had heard it one other time before in, like, high school But it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, just say PowerPoint. No one uses anything but PowerPoint anymore. And if you do, you're crazy. Like... It's Prezi. Prezi is what you use in middle school and high school. Like... You want to be cool? You don't use that... No, you don't use that in, like, real life. Ugh. My favorite is the star transition on... uh, 
PowerPoint. PowerPoint. I love that. So beautiful. Every presentation to every client. <laughs> and when every single every word, transition. every letter flies in one at a time. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's so captivating. Okay. So today we're talking about seven in a match. Mm-hmm. And if you thought our uh, office jargon conversation was boring, <laughs> well, you're in for age. It wasn't a terrible movie. It was just boring. I love the review. One of my favorite reviews was essentially like, this was the most boring thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> um. Okay, so seven in a match is about... Uh, seven 20-something-year-old uh, people, 20-something-year-old Princeton or Yale? Yale. Yale graduates. Because the girl's boyfriend is a townie from um, Oh, New yes. Haven. Sorry. Six Yale graduates and one townie who, other than Adam Scott's character, is the only, re- like, non- not cool. character I didn't hate. Yeah. Can I please read this? Um, okay. Can comment? I can I read the uh, what the movie's about first, okay. and then we can read the because comments. Because this about is it. hilarious. To so, uh, seven college friends reunite in a house where they used to spend summers. Some things have changed, and some some have stayed the same. Basically, brief synopsis: uh, all these six friends always used to stay at this one girl's house over the summer. Um, Her parents are now dead and she owns the house and she can't afford it uh, because she doesn't have a job and she basically most of them, the movie kind of centers around the fact that she's trying to convince them to burn the house down, but then it, it isn't that because that would be interesting. Instead, it's some seven, seven uninteresting people slowly taking off layers and showing more of their boring ass lives that I don't care about. You don't care about six Yale graduates that have a sad life because oh. they don't get a some of them don't have a job oh, and one is no. a failed actor. Oh. And one's running away you know from what? an engagement. You know what? I'm wrong. Character studies don't need interesting characters to be studied. It's, it's an interesting film. I just really want to make this. It's an independent <laughs> movie. We're, we're, yes. not, we're not hating on independent movies. It's not bad. It, as far as like film direction probably went and uh, camera work, it wasn't bad. The script, the converse, the script wasn't even terrible. It was just the subject matter that was boring. Yeah, that's true. It like the, their conversation was very natural. Yeah, they didn't seem awkward or anything. The, the, the actors did fine. It was just kind of like, I didn't see myself wanting to continue watching a story about a bunch of white people complaining about their rich lives that they don't have jobs. But I, I don't know. It was very weird. But she has this gigantic house that she refuses to sell. I don't think she can. I think it's being repossessed. Oh, got it. So I think it's being repossessed. So her idea was if she at least can burn it down, pretend like it was an accident, she can get money off of it. Well, if it's repossessed, she can't get money off of it. Yeah. All of this was like a five-minute conversation in the hour and a half movie about nothing else. Yeah, that's true. That's true. About nothing. Um, All right. So you want to read the review? This review is the reason why I watched this movie, to be quite honest. Um, All the reviews are fine. They're like... It was a pretty decent movie, but this one really stood out to me. And I'm not, I don't know if I should read the entire review, but I may. The subject line is, 
Vomiting is more pleasant than this. <laughs> One star out of ten. <laughs> the main character is a whiny, irresponsible study of how to throw yourself a pity party. She loses it at a drop of a hat, acts pathetic, is schizophrenic, and left me wondering why on earth she doesn't understand why these friends, in quotes, of hers haven't called her in three years. Get a clue, sister. You're a juvenile mess. I couldn't stand her or the friends. I never felt connected to any of the characters. To make the entire movie, movie even more unbearable, someone went far out of their way to put the world's most hideous collection of crocheted and knitted hats in existence <laughs> on film for all of eternity. This alone should warrant someone be put on wardrobe probation for a decade. The acting wasn't awful, but not really believable either. Or in the end, and in the end, the only thing that I did care about was the two hours I'm never going to get back. Don't waste your time. Go catch up on a dentist appointment instead. <laughs> okay. Nothing he said was wrong. I think it's a she. Yeah. Uh, nothing she said was wrong. I, I agree with her completely I about agree. the main character. I agree with her. It's literally a masterclass pity party. Um, the acting was fine. I would probably give the movie, like, normally I would give the movie, like, a five stars. Like, not awful. Um, but since it's R-rated and the most pointless R-rated movie I've ever seen in my life. It, Just because you didn't see boobies? It wasn't, there was, there wasn't, look, there's two types of R-rated movies, okay? Ones that are R-rated for the sake of being R-rated, they're bad movies usually, you see boobs, you see gore, the uh, Hellraisers of the world. They're just R-rated because, you know, that's part of the fun. Then there's R-rated movies that, you know, want to tell a story and it needs to be R-rated to tell that story well. Uh, if we could take two superhero movies, for example, Deadpool is R-rated for the sake of being R-rated, but that's kind of part of the character, So, but it was a lot of fun. And then there's Logan that was R-rated because the story required it to be R-rated, okay? This was neither of these things. This was R-rated, and it wasn't fun, nor was it impactful to the story at all. I think it's because they swore and they had like a sex scene or two. They had one sex scene that was mostly a guy's ass. That's true. Um, almost entirely a guy's ass. We didn't even see any part of the woman during this sex scene. Oh, you must be so sad. So upset. And then the other one was kind of you could see a nipple of a of a of a one of the girls. So you are going. To lower the rating of this movie purely because it was a you... wasted R rating. Oh God, that's ridiculous! That's not involved in what you rate a movie. Sure, none of this is professional. What we? <laughs> I mean, have a little bit of decorum. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Sorry, it is like what? Like I'm not gonna go around and say I watched Back to the Future, but you know what? That should have been PG thirteen, so I'm dropping that rating down because it wasn't rated properly. Okay, so Back to the Future. It's when you have a rating, do something with it. If you're PG thirteen, you're allowed to say fuck once. So say that fuck. <laughs> 
Okay. Can you just give your rating all of us? Like, just oh, I, I would rating. probably give it like a 3.8. 3.8? Yeah. I would say like 5. Yeah, that's what I would give it. Recently. Because that's a reasonable rating instead of your lose, ridiculous loses other... Loses 12 points. Oh. Okay. So, Adam Scott is one of these friends. Mm-hmm. And he is by far... The best. The best. I don't think I'm being biased. I don't know if he's the best. I really like that one quiet guy. Yeah. The guy whose name is Tim. Yeah. He's really quiet and he like... I don't know. I just like him. Has a crush on the main character. Yeah, but like, is he's very genuine. He's really nice. He seems like he's a very nice dude. I actually really liked him. Yeah. And there's the massive bag of douchebags. Sid. He's not just a douchebag. He is a pack. (laughs) He is a when you go to the store and you need to buy six a six pack of douches. This is Sid. (laughs) He was awful. I don't understand. Did they just like go? We have to put every single stereotype for a terrible human being and put it. In and this they character. try to make him sympathetic. I know. He's like, oh my god, I've lost my acting job. I don't have to. I don't have any work anymore. Will you give me all of your money? But the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to flirt Sex with you. Let's flirt with you. But like, not just you. I'm going to flirt with you, a man who who is who is gay and had a crush on me in the past and then get angry when you take my flirtations as being actual flirtations. I'm going to flirt with you vigorously. Then, vigorously. Uh, play with your emotions. Then borderline assault, assault you. you. And then, and then pathetically ask for money. This is for two people. And he's, he's, he did this with two separate people causing a breakup in a, in a different couple. And, and, and all of it was, oh, this guy is the most attractive man in the group. And he's treated that, like he's treated how movies treat that. Mm -hmm. Like he's the cool guy. It was just weird. Like, I felt really bad for Adam Scott's character. He was led on the entire time by this so, guy. Adam Scott played a character named Peter. Mm-hmm. And he is, uh, he did play a gay man. Peter is gay. Um, and I'm going to be a- honest. I thought they did a pretty good job. Yeah. So I think, especially at this time period, which was in the 90s, you see a lot of gay characters that are just like stereotypical gay characters and caricatures or of over flamboyant, yeah. especially if it's a non-gay character playing a gay character. Yeah, and I think that they did a really good job with making it like this is a person, he is gay. Yeah. And this is just how he is and he's not going to be a caricature of a a gay man, which I, I actually really appreciate it. So I really liked that. And it's actually, if you look on IMDb, it's part of people's list of best gay cinema. Mm. Yeah. So I'm actually quite surprised with that. I mean, it, it, it makes sense. Someone took, tried to take advantage of that fact against him. Like, and he, mm-hmm. he overcame and he was, he was actually, of I would say of all of the group, Peter is probably the most emotionally mature of, oh, of totally. the bunch. 100%. He doesn't, have his life together all the way, Mm-mm. but he's content with where he is in life. He's making money mm-hmm. and he's happy with himself. Yep. And, he's great. And he's very entertaining. Yeah. Um, he had one line that we're definitely going to put on the in- Instagram. 
and it's um, they were for some reason this house has a has a ch- stair chair. So it's just randomly there's this very intense conversation going on. He's he you see him in the background go and just kind of sit and it doesn't he looks like he's sitting on the chair uh, on the stairs and then slowly he starts sliding up the stairs in this chair and he do you remember exactly what he said? He said something like I'm going to be upstairs fuck naked. Or oh, sorry. Something. Yeah, he's like I'm going to be upstairs in the nude, thinking about myself. There's something like that. Yeah. It's going to be on Instagram. You can it's, it check was, it. It was probably the only time I laughed. It was good. It was good. Yeah. It was a very good scene. Quickly going off the other characters, one of the, uh, one, two, uh, another two of the seven were in a, a couple. Um, one of them, the male, the man of the couple wasn't part of the friend group. He was there. He didn't go to Yale. He was... Uh, they call well, him a townie. Which I didn't know was a direct, like a bad term. But it, it came off douchey. I'm not going to. And guess who called him that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that uh, was Matthew and Blair. Matthew and Blair. Blair used to have a thing with Sid because of they course she did. Because she's blonde. What? That's not why. Ferris, come on. Stop being misogynistic. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. They had a relationship, mm, but he was a douchebag. She's blonde. He was I've the. Are you just saying because of like they use stereo, use stereotypical couples? Okay. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay, the way not, you came not, across. No, no, no. I don't mean because she's dumb. Thank I just you. Mean the way it came across was like, oh, he's gonna pick the dumb blonde. No, no, no. no. I just like, mean the obviously the the blonde the blonde white girl and the most attractive man are gonna be have been a couple. Because bad storytelling. Because bad storytelling. Thank you. I needed that extra thing. <laughs> but I will say that... What was I going to say? You cut me off when I was going to say it. I don't um, remember. Oh, yes, 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 yes. They were dating and he left her without like any warning or anything, any saying. He just kind of left. Sid did. The Sid dish. did. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? So then, so when Sid arrives, Blair and Matthew are already there. And Blair and Matthew are in their room and Blair goes to take a bath. And Sid comes into the room while Matthew's just sitting on the bed. Expecting her. Expecting her to be there. And then finds out she's in the bathroom and starts asking her if he can come in. In front of her boyfriend, he has the audacity to ask if he can come in while she's in the bath. Yeah, this... What? Uh, I I'm gonna, I almost hate him as much as Andrea, and the, probably the Andrea. only reason the only reason I hate him less than Andrea is that he's not the main character. But so we spent like ninety percent of the movie with Andrea. If we had spent ninety percent of the movie with Sid, I would hate him a lot more than Andrea. Uh, basically, first night they're in the cabin. Sid seduces Wit. Yeah. So who, which Wit. is which is one of the friends, and she's engaged to this. this she's uh, the most successful out of all of them. Yeah. She is works at. Ooh, I want to say it was W Magazine. Yeah. And she is the most successful, and apparently she's engaged, but no one knows. She doesn't wear a ring or anything, and she kind of ran away from the engagement without talking to the guy. Yeah. So that's She's still engaged. She just came here without telling Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So Sid, knowing that she's engaged, gets with her in the first night. Uh, Second night, uh, kisses Adam Scott, Peter. Mm -hmm. And then the next day asks him, he kisses Adam Scott. 
Mm-hmm. He does. And then gets mad at Adam Scott. Yep, he does. For, pe- for uh, he gets His mad at Peter for thinking for thinking that he was serious about it. Yeah. Uh, and then the third night um, gets hot and heavy. Like, I don't know if they fully had fully had sex, but I think they were just making out on the couch with um, Blair. With Blair, um, into which uh, Matthew walks in on them. And then starts packing his bags. And, or he leaves for the night and then comes back to grab his bags the next morning. Yeah. He comes back to grab his bags. She, I guess, seduces him, kind of. She basically begs him to stay. They have sex, which is the, the, the ass scene. Um, and then he suddenly, I guess, after he came, he comes to his senses because that's what usually happens. Uh, he, and he left. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no comment on that. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's most of them. And then Tim, who Shireen liked, is uh, has a crush on the main character. Named Ellie. Named Ellie. And he is just like, he's been living in this house. He had gotten back from like working for like, I don't know if it was um, the Peace Corps or something in an country in africa yeah and he came back and um honestly what is he doing with hung up on blair you mean ellie he likes sorry what is he doing hung up on ellie i don't know the whiny ellie i don't understand so ellie main character doesn't have a job is bank is almost bankrupt house is being foreclosed she tries to burn the house down or she is almost about to burn the house down at the end of the movie and then doesn't. Yeah, Tim walks in and helps her yeah, out. Yeah, Tim walks in and helps her out. I mean, if I were her, why not burn the house down? Like, get the money, man. I don't know. They were all like, no. I don't know. Really I mean, arson and fraud, sure. It's true, it's but, true. But like, <laughs> those are reasons. To but like, what is she else does she have? But I think it's fine. Yeah. Maybe I'm negative or maybe I'm thinking of things differently. Who cares? It was an interesting movie. We should, finished it. Should we do a fashion corner for Adam Scott? Oh my god. So I'm going to post the fashion scene because like every 90s movie there has to be a fashion montage. There has to be a montage of getting dressed up. And he does this whole thing with Sid where they do like, they dress up in different outfits which is where that crocheted piece comes in oh, in the um, comment. And they wear these terrible outfits it's amazing. to cro- a croquet game. Oh. Because, you know, like Heathers, they need a croquet game. And apparently some rich white people movies in the oh, 90s. Oh, all rich white people movies in the whitey have crochet games. I mean, that, that was a weird, bad sentence. I think I know what you meant to say, though. In the 90s? Was that what you meant to in say? In the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was interesting. Um, I have nothing else to say about this movie. I don't either. What's next? The next movie is called... It is called Ronnie, and he plays the character Ronnie Schwan. He plays the main character? Well, okay, so let's talk about this. Because this, in my opinion, this movie kind of starts Adam Scott having his, like... It really cements what he likes to do in his comedy. Like, it, this movie, if you look at this and then you watch, like, um, a more recent Adam Scott movie or show it's very similar his He's style a little of comedy dorky. yeah it works yeah so 
this movie, he is the title character. He's one of the title characters. And it looks like he is Ronnie in a horror film that I'm going to be nervous about watching. Is it R-rated? I don't know. This is very weird because I feel like we definitely have to post this poster because it is very interesting. And I think that that is Adam Scott with from, the knife. From here, it looks like he, he kind of looks like Freddy. Yeah, it definitely does. Well, I'm excited. This will be interesting. Titular character. Yeah, he is lit- he's the first one in the cast list. Hell yeah, Adam, you made it! Woo! Woo, this is starting his rise to our, fame. We're on a slowly on our way to Step Brothers. Slowly. Yes. Slowly on our way. We'll get there. It's 5.1 rated. Yeah, it's not terrible. Which is not the worst one we've seen so far. Oh, the... He definitely is a killer in this one. Fantastic. Well, we were we went long enough without him being a creep. Yeah, I'm very excited. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so that's this movie, Seven and a Match. Which, I now, you know, you can kind of get the title now. Because there's seven people. And a match. And a match to burn the house down. Which doesn't burn down because that would be interesting. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at actor of our generation with uh, underscores of spaces. He took it away from me this time. And uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify. Wherever you listen to podcasts, SoundCloud, we'll be there. Anywhere. Subscribe and comment. No, as the YouTubers say, like and subscribe. But actually, it is subscribe and comment. I'm sorry. But yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this. Please stay healthy and safe. Um, And Black Lives Matter.